you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to the Third and East podcast. Today, Sloan, it is your Houston Texans day here on the podcast. The stars are bright, big and bright, bum, 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 bum. Deep in the heart of Texas. Most recognizable song everywhere. Only in Texas. Take that back. It, it was in a Pee Wee Herman movie. Yes, it was in Pee Wee. Everyone knows. That was that was raised in the eighties. By yes. you know, I was I wasn't even bo- me and you weren't even born then, and we know that. See, man, it's the but, most recognizable chant. You can do it any on any street in Houston, and someone will do it. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, in Ohio, you can say "Oh wait," and someone will say "I hope," despite how much we hate. Ohio State between me and you, but you, your Houston Texans, did decide to draft Ohio State quarterback at number two. Yeah, yeah, I was a little at the time. I was a little upset because as you oh, know, I, it's oh, a I remember we did a live stream during that whole thing, I mean, and you were beyond pissed. You said, "You know what I mean?" But it's like you couldn't let the Colts draft. C.J. Stroud, a guy who can torment you two times, potentially three times a year if it's that bad. You had to pick him there. I, I get why they did it. I didn't see the value at number two overall. Now, if we had – if he had fallen or if they had trade up and gotten him after Will Anderson or after Jalen Carter, I get that. But they ended up getting Will Anderson anyways. My thought process was building the trenches. We've been gashed against the run. For the last like four years, I'm tired of seeing it happen. I'm really, really, really tired of it because <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it's something they could easily fix, you know, with some of these guys that have been coming out of college on the defensive line lately. But I'm happy with it. We needed a quarterback. We were not going to roll with Case Keenum or Davis Mills again. No. It just, it, it couldn't happen. There's something there with him. I do think there's some talent. It's not going to be in Houston. I feel for him. I really do. His best two receivers over the years have been Brandon Cooks, who was hurt last year, and Chris Moore. Chris Moore, I mean, no one who's listening to this knows who he is. Um, Atkins, O.J. Howard. Howard was a huge disappointment. Looked like he didn't even know what was going on. He caught his only two touchdown passes in the first game and only caught nine all year. Uh, we didn't trade Brandon Cooks, even though I thought we could have gotten some value for him. Nico Collins is a sneaky guy to come back. He got hurt. He's a pretty solid receiver out of Michigan. Flew under the radar, fourth-round pick. A really big, long, rangy guy with a pretty good catch radius. Got hurt last year. Had he been healthy statistically, he would have passed Brandon Cooks for the uh, reception leader. I think at one point Rex Burkhead was second in receptions. He's gone. Tired of that experiment. He's way too old. We brought in Devin Singletary, who's a much better fit and can actually do a little bit more in the red zone than Rex Burkhead can. Uh, Mike Boone was a sneaky pick, and I'll tell you why. For a guy who's number three, sometimes number four on the depth chart for running backs, he averages over five yards a carry, and he picks up a lot of first downs. I like Mike Boone. If I'm and I'm kind of rambling a little bit, this is going to be and this is going to be a long segment. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was saying, I was saying they've made some sneaky signings with Devin Singletary and uh, Mike Boone in the backfield. Mike Boone for a third or fourth string running back 
averages a little over five yards of carry, and he picks up a lot of first downs. We need that to take some pressure off Damian Pierce. Biggest free agent signing was Dalton Schultz, in my opinion. We need 100%. That we need that safety net. We oh, need that, that safety that... net for a rookie quarterback. Great job there. Excellent pick. Yep. My, my guys to watch, I have two. Of course, Will Anderson. I want you in an honorable mention. Will Anderson, number three, I think the best overall player from the draft. I think Juice Scruggs at center out of Penn State was a super, super steal. He's going to be a franchise center. I'm all in on him. I like Penn State linemen. I like Big Ten linemen. And then Tank Dell out of the University of Houston, our new slot receiver. I'm excited, excited about him. I think overall is a pretty good draft. I mean, Henry Toto, we need help at linebacker. We've had really bad linebacker coverage the last few years. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, he's also a center from Notre Dame. They're probably going to move him to um, left guard. We've had struggles at left guard for the past few years. Brandon Hill is going to be a – he's the safety out of Pittsburgh. He's going to be more of a special teams guy. Xavier Hutchinson fell to the sixth round. I think he'll be a solid number four receiver. Uh, Dylan Horton was undervalued in the draft, in my opinion. I thought he easily could have gone in the third round. He fell to us in the fourth. I'm happy about that. But I'm not saying he's going to be a pro bowler, but he'll be a good depth guy. Um, Not a lot of exciting stuff past the fourth round. No one talks about middle linebackers. No one talks about centers. No one talks about number four receivers. No one talks about safeties. And statistically speaking, there's not a lot of value in safeties in the seventh round. But they were so top-heavy in the first four rounds. And I could see them being a seven- or eight-win team. I have them sweeping the Colts. I have them finishing better than the Titans. They're not going to take the division from the Jags, though. No. I mean, this is still this is still in the middle of the rebuild process. They're entering the tail end. Basis. They will be, be better than three wins here. My overall pick... Um, for my overall assessment for the Texans overall. This is obviously your team. So I'm going to have to be very blunt here. Cedar Stroud was the right pick. I think the Texans were not sold on him. I think the rumors were true. That game film against Georgia sold the Texans. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable against that defense. Remember, they came a field goal away from being Georgia. And it was because of CJ, you say it's Marvin Harrison Jr., say it's everybody. CJ Stroud played unbelievable. Yes. He showed up. Georgia, he showed up and played. Was almost a, that's almost an NFL caliber defense. Yes. With the talent that is on the field and everything. Unbelievable. There's excitement there. Out of all the Ohio State quarterbacks that have been a that have been in the last, you know. CJ Stroud, in my opinion, has the utmost potential for success because he can move on a run, but more importantly, the guy has is really accurate. And I think there's some intangibles to him that are beyond that. I think he has a size. He, I mean, his accuracy, he's won some games that Ohio State was down, and they came back and came out of a fashion. 
I think this guy is going to be. He's not. I don't. He shouldn't start a wider. He shouldn't start right away. But there's definitely some potential. I did think they over traded for Will Anderson, despite your beliefs, because it was heavy. I didn't want them to uh to trade a first a future first rounder for him. But next year's draft is not as great as this year's. And um, although, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is my top prospect compared to everybody else's. Um, you get some decent guys this offseason, though, with, you know, some backup pieces with Robert Woods. Dalton yeah. Schultz is a piece. Yeah, Shaq Lawson, great piece. Sheldon Rankins to help the run defense. Yeah, ph- phenomenal. Underrated run stop and tackle. Jimmy Ward. There is yeah. no Shaq Griffin. I mean, you've got you've got some pieces to actually inherit. Yeah, actually a capable team on the field. Oh the yeah, they've is, made some great signings, dude. It's it's they we had Nick, a sneaky offseason and a sneaky draft. This Cicero, is a good team. Nick, Nick is actually putting this piece together. Is the head coach going to be the right choice? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean. I, you're gonna be partial to Demetrius Ryan since he was your boy. I get that. Your boy. Get that. Look, look at the staff he brought with him. Look at the staff yeah. he brought with him. And that's she, and that's she, why. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Interior blocking is gonna be so much improved this year than last year. Brandon Cooks had to be traded. He was. He was unhappy. He got traded down. But now you have Robert Woods, John Mechie, who has some talent. Tank mm-hmm. Dell, who's undersized but has the speed. Robert Woods, who I know is coming off a torn ACL, but he can rebound. Gives him a little bit of credit, but with that running game, Stroud can at least help. He can learn. Yeah. We have Damian Defense, Pierce coming back. I understand Hughes will be okay. The, the interior is going to be really – the interior is going to be okay with Rankins and Collins, in my opinion. Secondary's a little Stanley, who was he had, you know, he didn't really have the best rookie year. I mean, they should have chose Soft Starner based on the rookie year he had. Soft Starner was unbelievable. Stingley got hurt. He gave up a he gave up a worse passer rating than Sauce Gardner. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying he was better, Wait. but there there are some pieces to his game. If he played the entire the year it would be different. Jalen Petrie struggled to tackle as a safety, but he can improve with that, and he'll make some we, plays. This team is a couple years away from being really good. Yeah. Um, receiver is still weakness on this team right. overall, and line and linebacker overall is a really big. Yeah. At the end of the day, as much as I like Tohoto, he was a fifth round draft pick for a reason. I mean, that's you're adding depth. We have. Uh, we have a couple guys there who can at least be healthy, but we're going to struggle at middle, at middle linebacker with coverage. Oh, big time. And our number one receiver right now, our number one uh, wideout, is Nico Collins yeah. or Robert Woods. And, like, that's what we're going into the season with. So they still, for the AFC, they lack the serious firepower on offense. I think they're going to no. be a run-heavy team. I, I, I don't think they're going to be tech- 
Uh, no, they're not, they're not going to be terrible. The last, no, 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 not at all. Last, you know, it's been it's it's been a tough few years. I'm expecting them to be around five or six wins. I think they can win seven or they eight. Still, I don't think they make the playoffs. But you're always you're always optimistic about that. I still think they not last year. <laughs> not last year. <laughs> they picked top I was five. Very realistic they about last top year. Top five. <laughs> no. Tell you, but they trade up to get Marvin Harrison. I'd be fine with that. Just like they create a Stroud Harrison combo, just like they did with Burrow and Chase. Yeah. He, he's he's on he's on my radar. I, like if I'm already kind of looking at draftable people, even if they have to trade up for him, I do see them moving up and getting Marvin Harrison Jr. He's I, already on my have, list. They have the pieces. They have yeah. the pieces in place. So I, I, I think this is a year this is not the year for the Texans to compete for the division. I think they will be there in two to three years. They will be there. Yeah. The Sarah's doing a damn fine job so far. It was a tough situation from what they were dealt. But it could be worse. It could be Arizona right now. I think there's that's in a lot worse situation, I believe you me. Oh man, it's oof. I think I, I I don't I think the Sean Watson trade is going to really help this franchise moving forward. The the they the Texans are already winning that trade big time based on 100%. performance alone. The future's up. You have to be patient in that regard. This is a decent. This is they have some nice pieces. Casario is going to have to fill in the holes. Give him two years. It will be there. If you like listening to the Third Innings Podcast, be sure to to listen to the other ASC Divisional Rivals Podcast episodes here. And also be sure to tune in each week as we recap and preview the weeks coming forward during the NFL season.